Good morning. Merry Christmas to you all. I get to do one of my most favorite, I guess maybe my favorite, I get to preach Jesus this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in to this special broadcast. Merry Christmas to you all. I'm Pastor Dewey Modi, co-founder of For God's Glory Alone Ministries with my wife Sharon. I was asked a while back, Pastor Dewey, does Christmas make any difference? And that kind of set me back a little bit that someone would ask, does Christmas make any difference? kind of got sad. But then I realized that with as dark as this world is, does Christmas make any difference? Does Christmas make any difference in your home? Which is where everything is established, the foundation. How established is Jesus Christ in your home? I want to read from Luke 2, 8 through 20 this morning as we start out in our special Christmas message here in 2018. Luke 2, 8 through 20. In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with an angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on peace, on earth, peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then, and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. All who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as had been told to them. How about you and I? What are we doing with the story, the birth of baby Jesus? Is it making any difference in your life, in your home, in your community, in your church? We sing the same songs every year. We do the Christmas plays every year. Is it making any difference? You know, I suspect all of you are familiar with Charlie Brown and the Peanuts Gang. In one of the comic strips, Lucy walks up to Charlie Brown just before Christmas and says, Charlie Brown, since it is Christmas, since it is Christmas, I suggest that we lay aside all of our differences and be friends for this season of the year. Charlie Brown says, that's a great idea, Lucy, but why does it just have to be at this time of the year? Think about that. Why does it just have to be at this time of the year? Can't we be friends all year long? Lucy gives him 
some kind of sarcastic look and says, What are you, some kind of fanatic? You know, even though they were only cartoons and comics, Charles Schultz did a good job of depicting many of our real-life issues through the characters he drew. The sad fact is, many people do behave differently during the Christmas season than they do during the rest of the year. Oh, my, it'd be a preacher's dream if people could just behave themselves all year long. And not just at Christmas. Adults, too! Yeah, come January 1st, when it's cold and the shelf's barren of Christmas joy, do you become sour? Wouldn't it be amazing if everyone who participated in the Christmas season would practice it all year long? How much difference, I ask again, just like the person who asked me, Pastor Dewey, does Christmas make any difference? For some, it makes a difference for a day. For others, it makes a difference for a month. But for many, I'm afraid it really doesn't make much difference at all. It's a holiday. It's a fun time of year. It's a time for warm feelings and friendly greetings. But once January arrives, it's back to that old grind. I was thinking of the words of some songs we would sing back home at church. I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, and wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men, and in despair I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace and earth, goodwill to men. Then ringing, singing on its way, the world revolved from night to day, a voice, a chant sublime of peace on earth, goodwill to men peace on earth? If everyone who talked about it and sang about it during December would practice it the rest of the year, can you imagine how different this world would be? If everyone who talked about goodwill to men would practice demonstrating goodwill to men, can you imagine how our society would change? People think politics is going to change things. Only Jesus changes things. The heart of Jesus, having the heart of Jesus. America has a heart issue. You know, what about the shepherds who heard from the angels and then went to see the baby Jesus? Did that Christmas make any difference in their lives? What about the wise men who saw the star in the east and came to worship him? Did that Christmas make any difference in their lives? I'm convinced that in both cases, the lives of all those people who saw Jesus were forever changed. That's how it worked then, and that's how it works today. When people actually meet Jesus Christ, they are different. When you all have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, your life is changed forever. It's changed forever. Now, but by the same token, if people are not any different that means they really have not met our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the wise men saw the star from thousands of miles away, but they had not met the one for whom it shone. But once they did, transformation, transformation took place. Praise God. The shepherds heard about him in a big, exciting way, but they had not met him yet. They could have stayed on the hillside keeping watch over their flocks by night, and nothing would have changed in their lives. Same old nasty shepherds that nobody liked, but they didn't do that. They followed their hearts when they met Jesus. They were changed. The real definition of Christmas is not the season of giving. Oh, come on now. 
Christmas is defined by one event only, the birth of Jesus. And if you and I celebrate it for what it is, it will make a difference. If you truly celebrate the birth of Jesus, people won't have to worry that you're a different person at Christmas because what they see at Christmas will be the same thing they see all year long. Christ will make the difference, and that difference will affect the way you think and the way you act and the way you live. Christ will make a difference in your home. Oh, the homes in America. Satan is tearing at the fabric of the home in America. Less than 50% of the homes in America have a Bible. So many children do not live with both their parents. Millions live with only one parent or with a grandpa and grandma, aunt and uncle raising them up. <clears throat> I think you'll agree that life was never the same again for Mary and Joseph. Their lives were changed forever. Think about that. I don't think we go deep enough into the Christmas story and look at the lives of Mary and Joseph were changed forever. You know, one evening this past week, I got some boxes of pictures out and started looking at them. And I, I realized we live now in that digital age, but I'm an old guy now. And I like the old time photographs that we had back in the, you know, 50s and 60s and 70s and even into the 80s. I looked at the pictures for several hours, family pictures, reminiscing, laughing, and, of course, if you know me, I cried a lot. I love them all, but my favorites have always been the ones of that bald-headed little baby girl that was born on February 23, 1987, Gretchen. She was born at 1.30 in the afternoon in the Mishawaka, Indiana Hospital, St. Joe Hospital. There she weighed five pounds, five and a half ounces. Mm. When she came out, of course she was a mess, but she was beautiful to me. And as I looked at that little face staring back at me, I remember thinking, my life is going to be forever changed now. I'm going to share in the responsibility of raising this little person. I will have to help mold her, guide her, and develop her. What a huge responsibility. And this Christmas, I'm really thinking of all the children that never get a chance to be molded, to be guided and developed by their parents because of divorce and separations and drugs and alcohol and the messes that are created in the American home. Now, when you look back on the Christmas story and you try to imagine how Mary and Joseph must have felt, after all, the child they held in their arms was the Messiah. The Messiah. Can you imagine holding the Messiah, the Son of God? Irma Bombeck, remember her? <laughs> oh, what joy, huh? She wrote a book called, If Life is a Bowl of Cherries, Why Am I Always in the Pits? She wrote about an old legend of a church where the chimes rang. It was a miracle. The chimes would ring all the time when someone gave a generous gift. But oddly, the chimes had become silent for a long time. Even though kings and royalty and high-ranking officials had come to give gifts of gold and silver and precious gems, the chimes remained silent. But one Christmas Eve, a little peasant boy came down the aisle and knelt before the altar. As he thought about the Christ child lying in the manger, he took off his tattered coat and laid it on the altar. When he did, the chimes rang out loud, loud and long. She wrote occasionally, 
I've heard those chimes in my own life. I remember one Christmas when one of my sons brought me a piece of tattered construction paper on which he had tried to draw a picture of praying hands, and underneath the picture he had written, O come, Holy Spirit. She said, When I saw that, I heard the chimes ring, and I knew that a very special gift had been given to me. On another Christmas, I received a shoebox, all wrapped up very, it was just clumsy wrapping. When I opened it, I found two baseball cards and a piece of gum. Again, I heard the chimes ring. And I heard the chimes ring the time when the kids got together and cleaned out the garage and made that their Christmas present to me. She wrote, those days are long gone. Days when we fashioned lace dollies into snowflakes and pipe cleaners into Christmas trees. Oh, what fun that was when I was a little boy, making pipe cleaners into Christmas trees. Days when we took empty spools and used them for candle holders. Those days are long gone. As for me, I can remember Gretchen's little feet running into the living room, and in her little arms was a box covered in about ten dollars' worth of wrapping paper and two rolls of tape. It didn't matter what was inside. It was the best gift a father could ever receive because it was given with a pure, loving heart. Those little feet that used to be protected by cute little socks and animal slippers are now grown and wearing and wore. She wears fashion boots now. Those little hands that used to destroy entire rolls of wrapping paper just to wrap one little box now produce the most beautifully wrapped packages you have ever seen. That little face that first smiled at me now holds a smile for nearly everyone she meets. When I think of my baby girl, little baby girl, I too can hear those chimes ring because I know she was a gift of love from God above. She's all growing up now. I want you to think about the importance of your home. Home is where everything is established. It's just not a place where you talk about love and trust. It's the place where you learn to love and trust. Can I say that again? Home is not just a place where you talk about love and trust. It's the place where you learn to love and trust. Home is not just a place where you talk about peace and goodwill. It's a place where you practice it. You see, in all my counseling I've done, in the last six years since we established, God established for God's glory alone ministries, I've done a lot of counseling. And a lot of it is about the home, mom and dad and the kids. Love and trust is very vital. So many homes do not have that. The ones that do, it's so precious. When you allow Jesus to make a difference in your home, you'll see the results in your children's attitudes and in their relationships with the other children and in your own relationships. You see, there's too many daddies and mommies fighting and fighting with their children. But when you allow Jesus to make a difference in your home, you'll see the results in your children and in yourselves. So many go to counseling, counseling, and counseling, even get prescriptions of drugs for themselves and their children. But the true thing here is that Jesus will make the difference in your home and in your heart because it's usually a heart issue. Home is the place where we mold and fashion little people into big people who will one day mold and fashion the world in which they live and so many don't get a chance because of abortion. 
Will Christmas make any difference in your home and in your life? Or is it just an excuse to party? Jesus will make a difference in your home. Jesus will make a difference in the world. We live in a nation that is filled with violence, selfishness, hatred, bitterness, and greed. We live in a place where human life is of little value to many. Here in New Mexico, Albuquerque is the abortion capital of America. Immorality and perversion are at all-time highs. Abuse of women and children are byproducts of many relationships. I'm so thankful we can address these issues today as God would want us to. Folks, we are all at fault here. We all are responsible for this mess we are in. I'm convinced that God is looking down and asking, why are my people remaining silent? Where is the church? Where are my people? Oh, there they are, sitting beneath the steeple. I realize that it's not too politically correct today, but wouldn't it be neat if people would take the message of Christmas wherever they go throughout the year? You remember that message of peace on earth and goodwill toward men that we sing about inside our churches? I realize that many are trying to keep the Lord and His church out of everything, but wouldn't it be neat if more of God's people would stand up for Him and deliver His message anyway? You're not supposed to pray in school, but kids who are taught to love Jesus will do it anyway because they understand that Jesus makes a difference. In many workplaces, you're not supposed to talk about God, but people who love Jesus will find ways to share his love and his message with fellow workers because they know that Jesus makes a difference. I was blessed the other night to preach Jesus at the Christmas party of Indigo Mortgage in Albuquerque to all the owners and the employees. Preach Jesus. Amen. He'll make the difference. I really believe that Christmas makes a difference when we celebrate it for what it really is. I preached Jesus last Friday night to a radio station group. It's true that rules and regulations may restrict us, but we need to take Jesus with us wherever we go. We need to take Jesus wherever we go. We need to see more of Jesus in the mall, in the workplace, in the schools, in the theaters. And on TV, wouldn't it be great to see more people take him out of the manger and hold him close? Take him out of the manger and hold him close. Jesus will make a difference in the world. Jesus will make a difference in your life. If you and I bring Jesus into our homes and if we take him into our jobs and to our schools and to all of our activities, he becomes the foundation on which we build our lives. You see... That's what the problem is. He's not the foundation of many. But let me caution you. Be careful who you listen to. There are many people, many preachers who are teaching what I believe is a false doctrine today. They want you to believe that when you become a Christian, God will take all of your troubles and worries away. They want you to believe that God wants you to be healthy and wealthy all the time and send them a thousand dollars. Some people have made that foundation of their faith, and when it doesn't happen to them, they lose their faith. I deal with that often. And of course, their critics say, you just didn't have enough faith. Let me be clear, my friends here. God never made that promise. He didn't even make that promise to Mary and Joseph. And they were the earthly parents of Jesus, specifically chosen of God, righteous, 
Why would you and I ever believe that we deserve to be healthy, wealthy, and wise? Although some are blessed in that way, not long after the birth of Jesus, Mary and Joseph faced some pretty tough times and difficult circumstances. They had to flee from Bethlehem to Egypt. Read Matthew 2, 13 through 15 and Matthew 2, 19 through 23. Do you think they became wealthy, healthy, and wise once they got to Nazareth? The truth is, we don't know, but I doubt it. They labored, paid bills, bought food, and went through all of the activities of life. We don't think about this stuff. They lived under the rule of Rome and probably had times when they worried and became anxious. God never promised them a rose garden. At some point along the way, Joseph drops out of the scene. We don't know what happened to him. We don't know how or when he died. But somewhere along the line, Mary found herself without a husband, without a father of her children. I can assure you that life was not easy for Mary. I wonder if she ever felt like God had forgotten about them. As I conclude here in Christmas 2018, how about all of us? We have problems too. We've shed tears. We've been touched by death, illness, and hardships. We've all had financial problems, I'm sure. Life hasn't always been easy. Sometimes it really gets hard. I don't know a great deal of things, but there's one thing I do know. Christ makes a difference when you allow him to. A little boy asked Billy Graham one time, how come bad things happen? How come God lets bad things happen? Billy Graham says, I do not understand all things of God. But I do understand this since I accepted Jesus into my life. My life is so much better. Being a Christian doesn't mean that you will have everything easy, but it does give you that solid foundation and the strength to endure the hardships of life. Don't be afraid to draw close to Jesus. He will make a difference in your life. He will make a difference in your life. Jesus makes the difference. Jesus is the only answer, is the only answer. Merry Christmas from Pastor Dewey Modi and my wife Sharon here at For God's Glory Alone Ministries based in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You can find us at fggam.org, fggam.org. We have been in ministry now going on seven years. We will celebrate our seventh anniversary of ministry in August of 2019. Please keep us in your prayers. We love you all so very much. We love you all so much in Jesus. God bless you all. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.